everybody welcome to today new brunswick tomorrow the world with you as always we have uh dan hayward with you here and uh myself uh matt stranick uh in kamloops now but not long for kamloops yeah yeah just uh you know uh i won't assume that uh whoever uh, catches this you know follows any of my social media stuff but i will say that uh uh, I got a bit of news in my world um, is that uh, after something like a year and a half since February of 2022, um, I uh, finally have a job lined up. So uh, that's uh, pretty good, pretty good stuff for me. Um, but it's a little bit uh, um, I'm moving from one side of this country to the other. It's uh, in St. John, New Brunswick, of all places. Um, and uh, actually, there used to be a uh, coffee table right in this sort of vacant area here behind me. Uh, and that's sitting downstairs on my front doorstep waiting on somebody from Facebook to pick it up. So, Ooh. Uh, yeah. So uh, I appreciate the, uh, <laughs> today's topic didn't require a ton of prep, Dan. Why don't you, uh, yep. which, which I appreciate. So why don't you just yep. uh, tell us a little bit more about it here, pal? Well, I figured it's been like just an eventful couple weeks all around uh, the past little while. Like, um, you know, various, that's cool, very cool, but various personal developments on your end. I know uh, earlier on between, like before we recorded, you know, Nova Scotia was partially on fire for a bit. And that was a little wacky on my end. I think it's pretty much out even uh, actually. Uh, so, uh, I know we've mentioned, uh, I've mentioned, uh, PEI hardcore band Cell Death a couple of times, uh, on the show and their guitarist was actually one of the firefighters, uh, down in Yarmouth, in the Yarmouth area, like fighting like the really big fire. So, wow. you know, he's, he's all around cool for like a few reasons. So um, when I was seeing those really smoky, hazy pictures of New York City. And they were blaming Canada for that, which, I mean, if that's what it was, um, that would have been from, like, Ontario fires? or Nova Yeah, Nova that Nova. was Ontario oh, okay. fires. We kind of had that going for a little while uh, the week, pre- the week uh, previous. Oh, okay. Uh, there was also one of the fires in the Halifax area. There was, like, uh, I think an ammonia leak or something like that. Um, like one of the ones oh, no. like close to the city, so it was just like uh, keep your windows closed, kind of day. Yeah. Um, really? wow. But then, I mean, we lucked out and got like a bunch of rain that actually just ended recently. Like today is probably one of the first like sunny, sunny days I can think of nice. since you know everything was a little crispy. Um, but you know, it's okay. It's for the time being, it's fine. You know, <laughs> and that's the main thing. Um, right. But yeah, well, it was it was interesting. Yeah, yeah, a lot of respects. My goodness. But so, uh, anyways, so yeah, just to get back to the topic, I just figured 
let's just talk about some things we're listening to recently. Uh, it's Fair been enough. a little while since we've done that kind of check-in. Just like, doesn't have to be any big sort of topic. Just like, or, you know, a big sort of theme. Just like, some stuff you're digging these days. And Fair watch. enough. No, man, that's, uh, that's awesome. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> again, uh, you know, next time we do this, there'll even be uh, less stuff in the background. Mm. And, uh, you know, beyond that. I'm scheduled to start this thing, uh, this new job in uh, middle of July. So wow, wow, yeah, like it's, it's coming up soon. Um, and mm. my, ki- my kids are here with me. They're going to be kind of going away with their mom for about a month, uh, and then this place is really going to be just stripped down to uh, like I, you know, I realized. So this yeah. is part of my this is part of my thing today. Is like I, I sort mm-hmm. of thought maybe I'll ship the records, you know, like this kind of ginormous yeah. record collection. Um, but the more I'm thinking about it now, I've got two things have occurred to me. Uh, is that, first of all, I probably have enough records, you know, like almost a thousand, uh, with some, uh, you know, uh, some of them being old, some of them being mm-hmm. obscure, to actually get the, the need to get it assessed. Uh, so yeah, I like, suppose. Like just and then find out if it's you know a what it's worth. If I should be if I keep it, if I should be carrying insurance on it. Yeah. You know, as a like, you know, kind of asset. But then the mm. other part of it's just like, huh, I wonder huh. if my friendly local neighborhood record shop would just, uh, you know, arrange to take it for, off my hands for me uh, and thus facilitate uh, shifting back to New Brunswick a little bit more. Uh, so I yeah. don't have to pay, you know, to have this thing, <laughs> you know, brought across the country. So that's fair. That's definitely fair. Major vinyl decisions. Um, yeah. But, yeah. You know, but uh, anyway, um, so I'm just going to jump right in with mine. Uh, the first one. Is, ah. uh, I got, I got this. This is like one of my last buy myself a record. Every time I get an interview purchases from yep. Discogs. Uh and this uh, 50 Canadian punk and hardcore bands. Um, and uh, I'd never heard of this particular comp. Came out in, uh, it says, uh, fall of 98. So, you know, 90s hardcore, uh, mm-hmm. and uh, 52 tracks. There's, so there's 52 tracks on here altogether. Um, we're spread out over two records uh, on something called, it, it came out of, from Kingston, Ontario. Yeah. Is it, is it Fans of Bad Productions? Is that the name Man! of the label? How did you I, even know that? Because okay. they did they did a few comps that all they were just like I don't think the guy ever put out anything else but these like fifty sixty band compilations every couple okay. of years like through the nineties and okay. I mostly knew of them because like he had a lot of West Coast bands on the compilations and some of my friends when I lived on the West Coast like ended up on those comps so they'd just be copies laying around. Um, but yeah, I, when I saw you bought that, I was like, I know I've heard that record and I know it brings back fond memories. I can't remember a damn thing that's on it, well, <laughs> you know, it's just me, like I mean, one of me, those, like, is... just like, yeah, like sense memory situations. <laughs> like, well, totally, man. And for me, like, there's a bunch of stuff on here that I've kind of heard of, but not necessarily listened to. And a couple of mm-hmm. things that I just like. You know, like, you know, Union of Uranus is on here. And yeah. I, I, I got one of their records just off of our last, uh, one of our last episodes. Mm-hmm. But I mean, just, uh, you know, each time I look at this, I can just go on to Discogs and find something. Uh, you know, like there's, you know, I was surprised that like Propagandy is on here. You know, they're still around. Yeah. 
grade, uh, you know, the band, which, who, you know, they, they actually commented on this today. Wow. Grade commented on that. They were a big deal at one point. I remember. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Just like, I've never heard this one before, which made me sort of think for a moment, you know, is this like, was this put out legitimately at the time? Like, was it just a guy with a bunch of tapes, you know, sitting around or did he have the proper rights, you know, like, you know, maybe grade, didn't remember because they didn't give permission. I don't want to like make too much of it, but uh, you know, I'm, I'm just going to assume. I'm going to assume it's legit. Yeah, um, it was also you know, 25 years ago, and it was so. 25 years ago. Um, and then there's just some stuff on here. Ex Dead Teenager. I think. Yes, that that's before. yes, that's one of Steve McBean's old bands uh, from mm-hmm. Black Mountain and all of those. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I know. You yeah, know that totally before. would have been the era that they would have been. Uh, yeah. Uh, swallowing shit is on here. Yeah. Render um, useless. Uh, are Jonas on there? I know they would have been on around. Yes, that time. they are. As a matter. Yeah, of fact. there's actually okay. a really cool reissue. Uh, just of their pretty much everything they recorded, which wasn't that much. That was the the pre Wolf Parade grindcore band from the nineties. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of really good stuff on that comp. That's really cool. Submission old again, yes. you know, one of your faves. Yeah. So it's like I don't know, man. And then there's even just some stuff where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna just gonna dial up something I don't know here. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's, from Halifax, there was a female fronted punk band called. The chits? chits? Yes, actually, it's funny. I what I uh, their bass player was a longtime coworker of mine, um, and I went to school with their singer. Uh, they're yeah, they're they're one of those bands that's just kind of like they were like the band in Halifax in the nineties as far as that kind of like reached out to okay. a point. Like uh, yeah, Ian Hart, who played bass for them, also played in Equation of State. I was going to say, heard. Yeah. Uh, the, the last, you know, first band I was going to Yeah, and uh, Derek Hiltz, their drummer, has played in a lot of different uh, really cool projects as well. And Kara, actually, is uh, she's a genealogist now. Um, so if you ever want to, like, research your family tree and uh, want to go to the genealogy. She, uh, like, she works at, like, the genealogy museum at uh, Pier 21 in uh, Halifax. Yeah, like, no, the, the chits were really... They 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 were a really cool Halifax band of a certain time like and like I said I, their bass player was a coworker of mine at my current job for a while wow. just because you know it's Halifax and that's just it's only such you know that big of a city like, well it's it's big enough to have uh, you know uh, them and Equation of State on this yeah, yeah. Too. oh Equation like, of State are on there too yeah yeah oh, nice. and that was like the last one I was going to mention but then it was like. I'm like, wow, Phil Clark actually has his own Discogs page, you know, mm. and I'm like, okay, okay, along with, you know, uh, other folks as well, right? So, I mean, for me, this is just something where I can literally go through here uh, and just find out, you know, like, just based off one or two songs, either something, you know, we've discussed that maybe you've mentioned or, you know, something I was, you know, just adding to the very limited number of tracks released you know, in some cases uh, by some of these bands that may have only been around for, you know, two or three years or whatever. So, um, yeah, man. So that's my number one. Uh, cool. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. So my number one is actually just a pair of songs that were released to promote a tour that's happening this summer. Um, which it's uh, the, the the bands that are touring together. It's fucked up and the hallucination, uh, formerly known as uh, Tribe Called Red. Uh, okay. Who they're doing a big, it, uh, yeah, they're doing a big tour across most of Canada. They're not coming to the Maritimes, unfortunately, I don't think. But uh, what they're doing, it's these two very disparate artists uh, who are friends. Uh, you know, fucked up are kind of like, I mean, it's like they grew out of the hardcore scene, but they're really they've become their own beast in a lot of so. ways. That's, a, that's like, a good way of describing it with them. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Um, and like they just released their first their first uh, record with like all of the band participating in like nine years earlier this year, something called one day um, where they each kind of like, they live in some of the members live in different countries now and stuff. So they just kind of each took different recordings and like kind of spent a day working on them and sent them to the next person and just sent them around like that. Um, and that's how they did the most recent album. And cool. uh, to promote this tour with uh, hallucination who were like, you know, a mix of like electronic music and powwow music. Um, they recorded a couple songs together um, that meant a lot to the different member, the members of the different bands. Uh, the first of them was a song called Electroshock. Uh, that is a cover of a Mexican band called Ritmo Peligroso, who were apparently the first Mexican punk band to really put out any wide release, widely released records. Mexican and punk band. Yeah, right the on. single for this song, Electroshock, was uh, one of Damien, the singer from Fucked Up's, like, kind of his like, White Whale records. Um, and he'd finally gotten it recently. And, uh, you know, the Hallucination guys were also into it. So the two bands collaborated on this kind of cool, like, fun, dancey, like, electro-punk. Awesome. So, like, cover of Ele- the song, Electroshock. I can dig, electro- <laughs> dig electro-punk. Yeah. And that's the and, thing. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's really cool. Because it's just like, you know, the the two band like both bands really kind of like take a lot of different things and synthesize them into something new in their own ways. Um, and yeah, just to have this like fun kind of like bouncy, like yeah, just like proto punk song with like you know like the the hallucination folks bring their own kind of like electronic elements into it too. And there's like little breakdowns that seem a little, or probably a little dancier than the original version and stuff, but it's cool. Making it and their own. Yeah, that's awesome. Exactly. And uh, they followed that up just like a week or two ago with another cover, which was this time around was John Wayne was a Nazi by uh, MDC, which, you know, I got pretty excited about because that's one of those. I I feel like MDC, like, a.k.a. Millions of Dead Cops, are one of those, like, they're one of those, like, when you're, like, a young punker of a certain age, like, you buy one of their records just out of shock value, if nothing else. And, like, some of them are good. They did have some good songs, and, like, John Wayne was a Nazi is kind of, that was their, one of their biggest songs. And, yeah, it's, like, almost, like, like the the two bands together make it almost like industrial sounding at times, and like you know, there's a intentionally kind of cheesy uh, bass drop with the womp 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 type things in the middle of it. Um, but yeah, it's pretty great. And like the tour that these two bands are doing together seems really cool. Um, they've got like a dancer who mixes like you know indigenous dance 
styles and like modern hip hop styles performing as well. And they have like wrestling matches happening at the beginning of each show as well. And depending on where they're going, there's like, I don't know if you know this, but uh, there's, there's a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of overlap between like punk rock and wrestling. These days, especially. Um, I I, I went to an indie wrestling promotion earlier this spring, thrash wrestling. That's kind of in the Okanagan uh, in BC here. Uh, and I have to tell you, it was one of the most spectacles that I've been around in some time. I'm like, I can totally see that Venn diagram that you're talking about. And like, a lot of the matches, it's like, friends of theirs who are also wrestlers who are also kind of punk rock adjacent. Like, most of the Western shows had this guy, Daniel Makabe, who is a wrestler from Vancouver that I've, I've seen him a couple times. He's really cool. He's more of like a technical wrestler. But like he his his he comes to the ring wearing a jean jacket with like the Descendants logo, but it says Makabe instead of Descendants. Fantastic. Like the Milo goes to college kind of thing, and uh, he used Teenage Kicks by the Undertones as his entrance music. Um, and uh, yeah, in Ontario they have Jody Threat wrestling uh, in the matches. Who like she like skateboards to the ring and stuff and uh, awesome. Yeah, like it's put, really cool. Effort into it's it. like yeah. And, yeah, and like the members of both bands are also like Damien from Fucked Up uh, actually <laughs> produced he looks a really like a great. Wrestler. I mean, he well, looks like he could be a wrestler. Right? He produced a really cool documentary series uh, for Vice, just called what? The Wrestlers, where he like went everywhere from like Mexico to northern manitoba to like different parts of japan and just like interview like interview people and so they're like different levels of the business shall we say um, makes it so it's just cool that they're able to tie all this stuff together and then like to promote it like I, I it's something i've noticed like a few different artists doing more recently where it's like if bands are touring together sometimes they might just like put out a song on the internet that's like two bands like collaborating <laughs> that are going to be on tour together, which I think is really cool. And uh, yeah, having like fucked up and hallucination who are like artists that you wouldn't think really go together, but they, they definitely do in a lot of ways. Like, you know, like having them just like produce a couple of pretty cool, like fun covers that like mean, you know, are meaningful to the bands. So that was my first pick. No, man, that's awesome. That sounds uh, compelling actually. Uh, and, uh, yeah, that's, uh, uh, again, I, I like the, uh, two sort of, uh, you know, you think of things as being, you know, quite far apart artistically and then people just willfully embracing it and jumping into the middle. That's awesome. <laughs> so, uh, for me, my uh, next one is another comp. Um, I just got this, uh, all the president's men. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Um, and this is on Old Glory Records, uh, so this is like from 94, um, and uh, we got here uh, some, I just I, I just listened to this for the first time, actually, because I just got this a few days ago, it's, it's not even up on my Instagram yet, Ooh. Uh, but it's, yeah, I write, but it was just like when I, when I you know, ordered it off this call, so it was yeah. like, Ash Factor 4, oh, yeah. Maximilian Colby, Paul oh, yeah. 3, oh, yeah. me. Shot maker oh. and, and Hose Got Cable. Like I love like, Acme so much. All those I, bands I, are great. All um, those bands are great, and there's like there's six. Yeah. you know, there's five or six others. I mean, it's yeah. like it's 
you know, um, and I was just like looking up, like I was trying to remember, like I remember this, you know, being part of Super Zen Distro offerings, I guess. You know? Oh, yeah, uh, I definitely speak, remember it being part of that distro of, back in the day. Of, yeah. Speaking of Phil, you know, um, mm-hmm. but uh, it was like I, I just kind of looked it up and I'm like, oh, yeah, they actually, you know, they put out, um, you know, Old Glory Records. They put out like some of the first Avail records. Yeah. I mean, there, so I, it makes me kind of, and a couple of these, uh, you know, like it looks, I think Axe Factor 4 were from like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, from Virginia. They were from like, yeah, or, I think, or, or, yeah, somewhere or, in the, they were like the South, like maybe or the Carolinas South, or something. Or yeah. South Carolina, yeah. Yeah. So just between that and like a few of these other bands that I just was kind of, you know, like, oh, where were they from? You know, it's, I think, you know, just based on their, it's kind of a regional thing where, mm-hmm. you know, so Southern, you know, United States, with you know maybe others who kind of passed through there back at the time or whatever, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Again, I just uh, I, I just threw this on, and it's a, a record that's uh, thirty years old or something at this point. Doesn't skip. It just uh, plays nicely on my uh, very mediocre ter- turntable. And uh, I don't know, man. Like the, the hose got cable song. It, it's not even titled. It's just untitled. You know, it's got a blank spot for it. Um, and, uh, honestly, again, it's, it's kind of like any of these artists, you know, put out so little, you know, in terms of yeah. uh, recorded output, like, I think like Maximilian Colby, you know, they, the, they, they basically broke up the year this came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't even have like a 12 inch of their own. They have like a split with shot maker. They have a, you know, I think a split with another artist. So yeah. I, I just, in terms of my, uh, I don't know, like middle age curatorship or whatever, mm. I'm like, okay, okay, I got it, you know, in the one, you know, the, one of the six or seven things that this awesome, you know, band even put out, you mm-hmm. know, before they decided to go to community college or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, that's really, uh, you know, nothing that's to cool. say about it, just in terms of, uh, you know, I, it's like I'll recognize two or three, you know, or four artists on the thing, and I'll be like, okay, mm-hmm. that's that's enough. I'll, I'm, the rest of it's got to be awesome, and uh, yeah, you know, this uh, definitely definitely is the case. So, yeah, Acme that's on there. They're one of those. They're another one of those bands. I think they maybe released nine songs in their I've lifetime, heard. but they were so good. They're like, yeah, they're. I don't know. I. I need to find a reason to like include them in a list somewhere sometime. Well, um, they're, yeah. and they're one of those bands that, you know, like uh, this nineties uh, punk and hardcore thing that I follow on Facebook. Every time they, they come up, I'm like, you know, all the, all, all the people come on. They're like, they were so good. And I'm like, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad yeah. I can now contextualize that with, the, with what they sound like. So, yeah. If you ever get a chance to pick up there, it's called uh, To Reduce the Choir to One Soloist oh. is uh, the 12-inch that they put out that's got all, you know, how many songs they put out. But it's just like they were this German hardcore band that popped up out of nowhere, just blatantly ripped off Slayer, like, here, you know, left and right, but, like, yeah, in yeah. the best kind of dumbed-down ways. And, yeah, they are fun. But anyways, yeah, no, that's that's, that's an awesome pick. I I'm excited about that. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah. So my next pick is a newer band, um, who I've they've showed up in my honorable mentions for various things like a couple of times now, and it's like 
I gotta put them on here just because I still it's one of those like you know they they're one of those bands that if I just want ten minutes of just like ah um you know I'll throw throw them on uh, and that's uh, Baltimore's End It uh, okay. and their Unpleasant Living EP um and uh, they're a band that I I <laughs> actually I realized. Uh, in in looking up just more information about them, because I mean, just yeah, like interviews and that sort of thing. That I had years ago listened to a podcast that their singer had uh, been doing called Up the Blunks. Um, where it was him and another co-host were like, you know, just having like humorous interviews with fellow like black punks, uh, for lack of a better ah, you know, show wow. description. Okay, and. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you know this guy Hill Godsey. He maybe mentioned being in a band once or twice, but uh, yeah, uh, last year uh, I heard this EP, but this band ended, and it just like kicked my ass for lack of a better term. Um, they're just like really great, like you know, no bullshit, fast hardcore mixed with like just straight up thrash metal at times. Like you know, their singer. Almost, there's a couple times where he does the like almost like yo type metal vocals um, and can pull it off. Like he is a talented vocalist, but mostly just kind of does like the hardcore shouts. Um, and yeah, all the songs like you know the the intro track BCHC, uh, you know, welcomes you to the Baltimore City Hate Crew. Um, oh. Yeah, uh, there are some firearms in their music videos and that sort of thing. Uh, but you know, they're you know coming from a good place. They're just kind of like as long as maybe it's it's they're 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 it's it's Baltimore. Like one of their video, one of the two music videos that the band has made is uh, an homage to The Wire. Um, with their singer, fantastic! I like yeah. them already. Just on that, basis. yeah, I think it might be it might have just been an excuse so that their singer could walk around and like lip sync one of their songs, wearing a trench coat and waving a shotgun. Um, I don't know, but, uh, yeah, that's for their song yeah, "New Age okay. Slavery," which has my favorite like nonverbal ad lib at the end of it. That's just like in a recent hardcore song where like that just says more than any words. Where it's just like. Like after the last line of the song, the singer just kind of goes like, Ugh, in a way where it just feels like his entire soul and just like guts are coming up out of him to just punctuate the end of the track. And it's great. Um, and it's funny, they're kind of, they've kind of become like the old guy whispers in a lot of ways. Cause like a lot of like the sort of more like 80s vintage punk rock dudes that I know. Like if I hear them talk about a new band, they're like, yeah, these end it guys. They're pretty good, huh? Uh, <laughs> and yeah, like they've been getting featured more and more. Like they've been doing more and more touring this summer and getting featured in like different festivals and stuff. And like, um, like with Trapped Under Ice from Baltimore, uh, the Turnstile folks' old band, uh, with them being back together, like End It have been the opening act on some of their stuff. Well, and that's been a big gonna, deal I, for I, them. I was, was going to say Turnstiles from Baltimore, and they're yeah, they're just it's like Baltimore is just popular now. So. Yeah, it's 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 apparently Baltimore is you know it's got a bit of a scene there, and like yeah, like Trapped Under Ice were pretty popular, like just in like the hardcore scene before Turnstile were a thing, and then Turnstile are now Turnstile. Yeah, and like. You know, their singer had his other band, uh, Angel Dust, who are also 
cool too. I've mentioned them on the show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like Baltimore's a whole thing. Um, and ended are kind of one of the up and coming bands out of there. And yeah, Unpleasant Living, uh, their EP from 2022. It's just like it's a seven inch, it's eight songs. It's like, yeah, it's fast, it's heavy, it's funny, it's angry, it's really pissed off. Uh, it's pretty great. What's not to like? Yeah, exactly. exactly what's man. not to like? And it's really punk rock. <laughs> well, fantastic. Yeah. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, well, I guess if we're talking, you know, sort of switching, you know, from sort of a regional sort of discussion, um, I'll just, uh, you know, speak to these kind of two releases, uh, both of them Discord, uh, both of them come, come from kind of different decades. So, nice. um, you know, this is a Jawbox uh, who, kind oh. of went on to, who kind of went on to have some, uh, you know, mainstream success. Uh, this is one of the records uh, from 1992. Uh, so I think this is their last LP novelty. Uh, and then mm-hmm. it was like it was originally released on CD and then uh, they put it out remastered on vinyl, uh, you know, a few years back. And uh, I don't know. Quite if they're still, you know, you know, kind of putting out music or doing any kind of revival or whatnot. Um, but this was just like something where uh, I just saw it and I just kind of listened to a few fragments of it, you know, and I'm like, yeah, this will be sick. And, uh, you know, sure enough, I threw it on the uh, the record player machine and uh, I just kind of got to sit back and go, yeah, man, you know, 90. Nice. Uh, you know, contemporaneous of Bugazi, you know, and whatnot on, on Discord. And uh, it just, uh, it checked a lot of uh, the boxes for me. It was one of those things where I was like, really? I mean, it, it just, it, they, they had, they so much have their own sound. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Soulside, uh, I guess they've been putting stuff out. Uh, you know, they, 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 they had like a precursor band. I mean, since the 80s, I mean, these, these were just, you know, part of, the discord hardcore, you know, scene. Um, and, uh, I, I gather again, just from their kind of chronology, uh, that, uh, they kind of, you know, broke up for like <laughs> 10 or 20 years, mm-hmm. got back together for a one-off, broke up for a few more years after that. And then finally, just as people get older, have more time or whatever, uh, they just, they, they put out another record and, uh, this came out in 2022. So, mm. you know, we're talking 30 years of separation between the release of these two albums. Um, but, I mean, they're both sick, you know, in their own respective ways. There's still, you know, people who are given it. Um, mm-hmm. And actually, those are just kind of um, one of the last, you know, significant record orders that I did before, you know, <laughs> change my address. So I've kind of... Yeah. Watched- I realized you I, might have to ship it. Uh, yeah, right. So I just I stopped. Uh, I, I stopped buying new stuff. But one of the things that I am looking forward to is I, I ordered like six or seven or eight albums from Discord directly, uh, including stuff that I haven't even necessarily listened to ever. But it's just this is where the label and the regional scene, you know, DC obviously just so huge. Um, you know, in terms of uh, just all of that music, where I'm just like, yes, I will take a chance, you know, on Koriki, you know, which is <laughs> like, uh, you know, like one of uh, Joel Lally's bands or something, post Fugazi or whatever. Mm. 
do tell, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go on and I'll, I'll go on and check some of this stuff out. So I'm, uh, I'm waiting to get that. Hopefully that arrives here, uh, you know, before I scram in about three weeks, but, uh, you know, so yeah, discord records close to Virginia, I suppose. So if we're looking yeah. at sort of another kind of, uh, you know, tie to, uh, a lot of the music that's on this, uh, you know, president's men Club. Mm. Um, so, uh, yeah, man, uh, that's kind of uh, speaking of regional scenes yeah. and uh, speaking of, you know, things that are cool from from kind of uh, specific areas, right? So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just I guess on the topic of regions and how bands, I feel like certain kind of bands can only some, certain, ba- certain kinds of bands can only come from certain kinds of places. Mm-hmm. And my last, I guess the last of like the three we'll probably talk about on the show here uh, is a band that I can only imagine that's like when I found out where they were from, it seemed to make perfect sense for me. Uh, it's Oklahoma City's chat pile. Okay. Who, uh, yeah, last year they released, I guess they've been around probably since like it's the mid 2000 teens. Uh, they put out a few EPs. Uh, I guess they did the soundtrack to like an indie movie that a friend of theirs did or something. But last year they released nice. their first full length, uh, this album, God's Country. And there's like, I mean, there's, I feel like I hear a lot of bands, I listen to a lot of bands that are heavy, but within very established tropes of like, sort of a metal or a punk where it's like, we're using these sorts of chords at this sort of volume. And, you know, it's like that or something like that, that like, that's the way most people get to heavy. And the way the chat pile get to heavy is just so like, just anguished and unsettling but just still fucking heavy um that just yeah uh anguish their is album, a key component there yeah uh like i feel like you can only be like they're i guess to try and describe their music it's kind of a mix of like almost like the melvins and jesus lizard and awesome. something like, sure, like something I they they have their drummer uses like synth tri- like triggered synth pad like uses synth pads but like plays them like drums but just so oh, wow. that they can adjust the tones so it has like real godflesh vibes uh as well and, like i don't think that's that's the first time this is a that band has ever been mentioned on this show i'm pretty sure but like yeah like it's just like yeah like almost industrial sounding and their singer like you know, sometimes he uses like he'll go to like sort of like a screaming kind of vocal style, but most of it's almost just like this half crying, half spoken, but then like you know just dropping into some like deep guttural screams. Uh, well, the like yeah, over top of like synth drums and like pretty heavy distorted bass and like or not even distorted, but just like very processed sounding bass um and like guitars that like sometimes they're like quiet and melodic and almost jangly sounding but juxtaposed with everything else just like you know it's like something's just like being stabbed in the back of your spine (laughs) like kind of sound um yeah and they're just like it's really cool to hear a band to just get to be really heavy in kind of their own way um and yeah this album god's country and it's like 
I first heard of it just because it popped up on a lot of year-end lists at the end of 2022. People just being like, who the fuck is this band? <laughs> like, where did they come from? They're great. Um, and yeah, like, it's not a like, uh, it's a nice day. I'm going to put on some tunes, kind of listen. But, you know, it's... Uh, I'm uh, contemplating uh, my own uh, dissolution into the universe. Exactly. passing second. Uh, yeah. Something needs holes put in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, like that kind of music. Um, but just like, yeah, in in their own way. Um, but they still seem to have like a really like, you know, kind of cool like DIY ethos and stuff too. Like, you know, like it's just. What's a, what's a label for that? Uh, you know, I yeah. Not trying, not not trying to yeah. put you on the spot, but I mean. You know, it's like it's is it. I mean, is, is, is it like self-released kind of band here, camp level? Just stuff? a second here. Um, it is on. I think it's their own label, The Flenser. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like their stuff. DIY. You know, they are literally exactly it themselves. Okay. Yeah. 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 But like they're 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 well known enough that like the record should you should be able to find it in like stores with like a decent indie selection. Um, but yeah, like Chat Pile, uh, they're just like I said, they're like just a cool heavy band that you know they 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 fit the right mood. Fantastic! Um, no man, I'll be uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the notes with the clickable YouTube link. Mm. Uh, to uh, add to the uh, episode playlist, and uh, again, like every every time we do one of these episodes, I like I get to go to my Discogs cart off of some of the things <laughs> that, you know you, you kind of mentioned, where I'm like, okay, okay, so like I got a bunch of stuff by the Nils just sitting there, uh, you know, waiting, and some of the other stuff from you know the previous episodes and whatever. It's like once I once I have uh, an address again, mm. I'll. Uh, you know, it's uh, that's one of the things. It's like I'm just having a job again. You know, it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be like I won't just be going through this so-called credit card money that maybe yeah doesn't really seem like it exists, but it totally does. You know, yeah. <laughs> so I'll be like raining that in. The records yep. will because the records will be the records will be paid for. Mm. So like even. Like the whole collection, you know, just kind of ends up uh, in trust somewhere or, you know, just kind of, you know, just broken up for the purpose of, uh, you know, I'll, I'll keep a few things. I'll keep, mm -hmm. you know, like those those hardcore cops. I mean, you know, yeah. those, those would not be bought for a bunch of money by a vendor. But to me, you know, for the enjoyment I get out of them. So this yep. is where I kind of say, for me, like, 90s hardcore is, like, kind of the pinnacle of a certain kind of uh, thing. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, it's like, if, oh, if I was to, you know, liquidate that whole, you know, 700 or 800 vinyl thing, it's like, yes, the eight, you know, record, you know, reissue of friggin' Wilco Hotel Yankee Foxtrot, the 11 mm -hmm. LB. Like, yes, that can go, that can go. Yeah. But, you know, uh, the thing with Shaw Maker, Policy of Three on it, it's like, I'd have to go to such trouble to get my hands on that again. Oh, yeah. Or uh, just, uh, you know, as uh, something else, you know, 
like uh, Leatherface, Minx, or not Minx, uh, fill your boots. This is yeah, like, this like you're not gonna. That's not something that you're not gonna get that at the lawns, like. Right, right. I'm like, I, I just like I, this, this, this. You know, they're from Sunderland, UK. Yeah. And somebody sent this to me from Japan uh, to uh, you know Cam or to Camloops, and uh, again, it's like I've had the odd digital file on this forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody, you know, it's like honestly, what I pay for it on Discogs compared to. If this was just at a shop, you know, at a shop, this would just be like a $25 item or something. And it's like, mm-hmm. for me, you know, this is like my, one of my favorite bands ever. Uh, their second record, you know, whatever, hard to find stuff. So exactly. I'll, uh, you know, I, I plan by the next time uh, we record this to be able to provide some more uh, adventures in uh you know, curating and or deconstructing this uh, this uh, record collection of mine. So that's uh, nice. it's uh, it's exciting times, I suppose. Mm. If you're ever looking for just like a kick of '90s hardcore nostalgia on Instagram, uh, there's an account called Canadian Wasteland. I follow um, them because yes, you yeah, follow yeah, them. yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 have some good stuff on there, and they they actually have a blog spot as well. Oh, they? Uh, where I they post like you can uh like stuff that they that they could find you know for archival purposes of course. of course um stuff that you know maybe is not as easy to find like they'll have like digital copies available well it's blog, just, yeah, like old school dirt. yeah like it's 2009 again like <laughs> well it's easy to get as you mentioned right a lot of this stuff was recorded you know yeah uh, very, you know, like 25 years ago or whatever. Exactly. Was, and, you know, in such haphazard circumstances that, you know, any effort to preserve it is, mm-hmm. you know, legit. Um, if it's exactly. With transparency and it's like, you know, somebody you know, like their architect now or their school teacher now, or, mm-hmm. you know, like they work for Fisheries Canada or whatever, like, you know, like I would not be offended personally. I don't. I don't think if somebody were to pluck some artistic thing from you know mm-hmm. that period of time and just go, "Hey, you know, this existed and it was cool at the time, and let's just try and make it slightly more reachable to people." So I yeah. think that's. I think that's legit, honestly. Yeah. On that top, just to quickly touch on that topic, I, yeah. I do want to plug another podcast uh called the first seven inch club um and that's that's actually something they also do is the 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 mission statement of the podcast is just they find bands to only put out one or you know a couple of records yeah and they'll pick a seven inch and just kind of like you know talk smack about it for an hour for lack of a better term (laughs) you know they'll listen to it you know give their honest appraisals just as folks who lived through that era of hardcore the first time around and you know have you know their own knowledge of things like graphic design and like music on like varying levels and uh yeah but they always like they have a youtube channel where they they always put the records up and they'll have scans of all the artwork and everything because they always talk about they'll go through like you know they'll go through the liner notes and critique the fonts like that level of it and yeah it's it's, i i i i I always find it a very entertaining listen um yeah 
And so, uh, but yeah, the the first seven inch club. If you ever get a chance to check that out. Well, I hope you'll include that in the notes. I will. Because uh, again, we we kind of go. It sounds like like for us, we kind of go macro. We kind of go global with sort of a higher level overview of a few things. What you're mm-hmm. describing is sort of the opposite of that, where the you know you zoom in on it, you go micro, you go like just insanely, you know, yeah, taking it apart at a, at a very uh, specific level that's that sounds dope man um uh you go into uh any concerts or shows yeah i think you, you put something well, up in your social media that you got tickets for or something yeah well this is like this is like an in the future kind of show but uh okay how, how far in, in the future well in uh it's like the first week of october uh what? ms paint uh who i've talked about on the show a couple of times are yeah. uh they're playing in Montreal with a couple of other bands that I like, uh, Military Gun and uh, Scowl. Actually, Military okay. Gun were one of my runners-up for this list. Right. Um, and uh, they're another band that uh, will like collaborate with folks that they tour, tour with. But anyways, yeah, uh, it's 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 a big tour that all three bands are doing, but uh, Montreal is the last show that uh, MS Paint are doing on the tour. And yeah, it was just one of those things that like sometimes you need something to look forward to. You know, and it was like an easy ticket and far enough away that like, like, I don't do a whole lot. Like, I don't do a whole lot of traveling these days. Like, it's been a couple of years since I planned any like a trip outside Nova Scotia, really, even. Okay. Um, And I figured like, what the hell? Might as well go see this band that I like. Um, May as well. They're playing like not that far away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So. There's that. There's a couple other, you know, uh, Napalm Raid, who are a Halifax band that have kind of all moved to different, like, I think a couple of guys, one guy lives here, one guy lives in Montreal, and one guy lives in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all coming back to Nova Scotia for a bit in a couple of weeks, and I will probably try and go to that show, because those are dudes that, like, yeah, it's their old band, uh, or one of them used to play in a band called the Plague Dogs that were like a big part of my early aughts Halifax scene experience. And right uh, the rest of them are all just, you know, dudes that have been, were part of things here forever and then kind of moved on to do, pursue their own endeavors. But yeah, they had this band Napalm Raid that, uh, fairly popular in like the crust punk scene, I guess. Um, they got a couple of LPs out. Um, they've done a fair amount of touring. They haven't really done a whole, a whole lot in the past couple of years, but I think this year they're getting back on the go again and Halifax is going to be one of the places they play. So I'll probably go to that show too. Right. On. Um, one, one thing I've uh, looked at is, uh, there's a uh, area 506, uh, in St. John, uh, which is kind of this, you know, it started out just a music festival. that's kind of taking yeah. a cultural kind of thing. Um, and, uh, you know, they're, they're having their, uh, annual uh, weekend event in august which is going to oh, be nice. when i'm there and one of the things on the lineup that actually made me interested to go you remember the monoxides yeah. oh yes the monoxide still is <laughs> oh uh, yeah yeah. And, they, yeah they they get back together every once in a while um they have uh, one of those guys has another band called which which is which Oh, um, okay. That are worth that are like his like that's his like current project, but the monoxides still get back together every once in a while. I, I haven't that, seen them. Like, yeah, like yeah, I haven't seen them since like I well I was yeah it's it's been a couple of decades let's put it that way. 
but uh, yeah, I was like, I was impressed. It's like you know, it's it's like so you know, in in between you know, like uh, I don't know, like uh, Matt Mays or you know whoever mm. you know, some kind of like whatever. But it was just like they're they're going they're going eclectic to the point, and they're and yeah. they're including the they're including the nineties, uh, you know. Yeah, people, right, that are sort of nearby. So, like, you know, that's uh, well. The monoxides did okay for themselves back in the day. They uh, uh, apparently they. I, I'm pretty sure I heard a story of them opening for ZZ Top on tour during their like brief major label dalliance. Um, Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, good for them, really. Anybody yeah. who can, you know, be in proximity of somebody at that level within their thing is is really, yeah. you know. They're, they're doing pretty well, I'd say, honestly. That's exactly right on, man. All right. Um, so, anything else uh, for the thing? Uh, or? Well, I uh, just I had a couple others that I was gonna save more for the notes, but I'll just quickly run through. Uh, which was just sort of what they are. Uh, which yeah. is Gel, who are a newer uh, punk band out of New Jersey. Um, their motto is "Hardcore for the Freaks." Uh, <laughs> and you know they make a point of trying to play you know create more inclusive environments for folks that like kind of shows where you might be more likely to get punched in the face i guess you could say um and not like they're going to stop that from happening but you know or stop you know sort of the, the moshing from shows happening but just sort of trying to get everybody involved um and yeah they put out uh they put out a new album last year called Only Constant on uh, Convulse Records, uh, which is a label out of Colorado that's been putting a lot of, like, they put out the MS Paint album and a few other things. Um, and yeah, there's kind of like fun, drive in, like, punk. Uh, yeah, their album, I think, is like 17 minutes long, like one of those kind of things. Uh, and then. Finally, the last thing was uh, another collaboration, which is uh, a hip-hop record. Uh, it's uh, Danny Brown and JPEG Mafia's album, Scaring the Hose. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've heard who, of Danny Brown. He's got like yes. a, yeah. And you've he mentioned is, JPEG Mafia before, right? Yes, exactly. So, and they, yeah. they both kind of play off each other in very, like, weird abrasive glitchy ways and uh you know i'm not gonna spend too much time because i don't want to like you know go over yeah go over time here but yeah it's the it's jpeg mafia does all the production uh and danny brown plays off it really well um he doesn't just do his high-pitched weird drug voice uh, for lack of a better term um because i don't know what it is about detroit rappers but him and eminem both have their like there's certain songs where the voice gets high um to have certain content and the then, upper register. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. upper register just that yeah. But uh no, it's uh it's definitely worth you know, worth checking out if you're into like alternative hip hop type stuff. And anyways, yeah. That's it. Fantastic. For me. Well uh you sold me uh right there. So uh yeah, that's awesome. Um thanks uh everybody for checking in. Uh, it's always a pleasure. Uh, we'll be doing, uh, you know, at least uh, one more of these before I kind of make my uh, escape to New Brunswick. So it'll be, it won't, it won't, it won't be the, uh, you know, west and the east, you know, anymore. It'll mm. be strictly east, you know, um, coming up here uh, in the uh, summer episode. Mm. So uh, things to look forward to, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
All right. All right. Well, uh, always a good time. Appreciate uh, everybody who's listening and uh, take care, everybody. Yeah. Thanks.